I'm Alana Rocha with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Did you know law enforcement authorities can take and keep a person's cash and property without charging the person with a crime? In Texas, civil asset forfeiture amounts to about $50 million each year for state and local law enforcement departments. It's a robust source of revenue that lacks oversight and transparency. So we got the data. Analyzing 560 cases from four Texas counties to shine a light on how the controversial practice is used by law enforcement. The cash seizures were as small as $290 and as large as $1.2 million. And police took vehicles ranging from a 1982 Chevrolet truck to a 2011 Cadillac Escalade. They also seized property like Rolex watches, gold chains, and a 60-inch television. Two of every 10 cases did not result in a related criminal charge against the property owner or possessor. Read our full investigation now at texastribune.org. A healthy economic forecast for the next two years allowed state lawmakers to increase state education spending and lower property taxes. But they're now facing tough questions about whether doing so without raising taxes elsewhere will be sustainable especially since an attempt to raise the sales tax to pay for state leaders' ambitious goals, failed. In Texas, school district property taxes have for years made up the bulk of funding for K-12 education. The reforms passed this year include a cap on how much school districts can raise in property tax revenue, meaning the state would be required to reimburse school districts for any additional money they're entitled to, a mechanism advocated by the governor intended to increase the longevity of the property tax cuts. Our Edgar Walters and Aaliyah Swaby explain some worry that's a risky bet for the state in years when the Treasury is less full due to an economic recession or a steep drop in oil prices. Still, members of the Texas House and Senate wasted little time touting the never-ending kumbaya feeling that enabled them to reform both school finance and property taxes. For the final episode of our mini-documentary series, Under the Dome, we collected a mix of final thoughts on the 86th Texas Legislature. No fist fights, no gun threats, anything else, and so that's the end of a really good session. The 2017 session was noisy, raucous, they were fighting a lot, they actually almost had a fist fight on the floor of the House, and a lot of them came back and not wanting to repeat that whole experience. The takeaway's got to be that that we focused on the big things that Texans really wanted us to. The overarching um, memory will be school finance, um, and that will include property tax reform. You didn't see huge controversial things that, that kind of took the air out of the room. Many things that they were talking about in social conservative circles didn't come up. There are some things that they can brag about, but they didn't have what they would call a sweeping victory in this section. Revisit the entire series now at texastribune.org. Just click on Under the Dome near the top of the page. And stay tuned to our homepage for coverage of the mayoral runoff elections happening Saturday in Dallas and San Antonio. I'm Alana Rocha with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. We'd love to know how you discovered the brief podcast and what you'd like to hear more of around here. Go to texastribune.org slash brief survey, one word, to complete a very short survey about our podcast. That's texastribune.org slash brief survey. We really value your opinion and hope to hear from you. The brief is sponsored by Ambassador Tony Garza. 
Mexico, more than just a neighbor. For timely cross-border insight, turn to former U.S. Ambassador Antonio Garza at TonyGarza.com.